You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Here we go, let's hear what they say. Welcome, everyone, to Escape to Reality Podcast with Justine and Geneva. Hi, friends. Uh, we are really excited today. We actually are already into it, so we're just starting recording, but we've already been talking. We are joined by very, <laughs> a very special guest um, from The Big Shot with Bethany Frankel on HBO Max, Nicole Rose. How are you doing today? Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm we're good. S- we're so excited to talk to you. Um, I mean, we think you're probably the star of the, the star show. of the show. Yeah. Oh, Geneva and I in the same wavelength. Yeah. yeah. I'm so honored. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me because like this was a really challenging show to film. You know, it's a lot. Uh, sure. <laughs> it was hard. We have, we have a lot of questions because yeah, the show's great, but there's, I, I don't know. We'll get it's into it, tough. but it's interesting to me, the project choices that were made. Yeah. Like it doesn't seem in alignment with the job. Correct. And the funny thing is the actual projects, because I'm an entrepreneur and a marketing person, the actual projects, I think that honestly, my quality was better than most people's, but it's like, I don't think it was always about that. Right. But for the job title, right. Operations is really different than building websites and making social media posts. Right. And like cooking and like, oh, that one really threw me for a fucking loop. I was like, I am definitely never getting married after this airs. (laughs) If four people can't make the products, is it the products problem or is it the people? I don't want to say, but I'm sorry. That's just a question. Okay. We, before we get into it, we have to ask you, we always ask some intro questions to our guests. First one is, do you watch reality TV outside of being on this show? And if so, yeah, do you have so, any favorite shows? No, so of course. I mean, and, and I, I, I think like right now, schedule-wise, doesn't allow too much time for yeah. TV, but like earlier in the pandemic, like I was all over too hot to handle. I was all over love is I think I binged Love is Blind. Oh, like love I is just bl- Love is Blind was great. Yeah, I had to watch it straight through. Oh my god, fucking Tiger King. Is that reality or like like fantasy? What genre is that? I don't even know. <laughs> sadness so I need vindication for you and vindication for the tigers <laughs> that's it so that's your list she got her vindication yeah, right? what i heard kind of did and any housewives did you watch do you watch oh, wait, wait, housewives? wait also i want to mention that of course yeah. that's what got me to be such a big fan of bethany's right okay. and and like 
when I when Real Housewives of New York was first kind of on the map, it, that to me was the first time I'd ever saw anybody uh, build a business from their influence like that. And that was a groundbreaking. I mean, that was a pivotal moment in my life. I shifted the whole course of my life after I saw her do that. So, wow. you know, she can she wow. can curse me out as much as she wants, but I'll always be grateful for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think she liked you a lot. Yeah. From I think some, she we'll did into too. It. Yeah. Um, it's a okay. love hate thing with us. It seems like that's Bethany you know? and those people, but I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like from the show. Um, okay, so you're a DJ, which we love and find fascinating because there's not a lot of female DJs. I would love to know what's a song that you can play like anywhere, no matter where you are in the world and people just like go nuts. Like they just love it or it's a jam. Okay, so I think it depends on who you're playing for, right? But like usually, I mean, so the broader answer to that question is like, if you don't, like if it's a varying age group, it's like disco, right? Yeah. You need to play like Donna Summer, Bad Girls, like, you know, D Diana Ross, like like Ain't No Mountain High Enough, yes. right? Like that's a jam, okay? Right. Everybody's like their soul is singing. Um, but right now, like my anthem is, I think it's nails, hair, hips, heels. Like, uh, what's his name? Roderick. Do you want me to tell you exactly who it's by? Because no, no, I know that. I yes, I know the song. I would love to know the full artist. That is a jam. I think I might know it from TikTok. You probably do know it from it's, TikTok. It's it's such a like a queen anthem, right? So it's actually funny, guys. I have a playlist. Oh, Todrick Hall. I have a playlist, um, called Big Queen Energy on Spotify. So. Ooh. If anybody wants to check out my queen anthems, oh, get love. it. And that's your podcast name too, right? <laughs> yes, same name. Oh, that's great. Nice. Okay, um, loved your fashion. Do you have a fashion icon or someone's style that you love that you look up to? Or how do you pick what you wear? Oh, that's so hard. Um, huh. Whose style do I like? I don't have like one person with that that I look at consistently mm -hmm. um, and in like awe of their style. But I do, I think that part of the reason that I'm obsessed with New York City and always have been since I was legit 12 um, is because you can just walk by a stranger on the street and get style inspo. You know, like before it was like a real life Instagram. You know what I mean? Like a fashion hashtag on Instagram was like the streets of New York and now there's Instagram. So like I follow like Tezza and a ton of like my, one of my best friends, Lucky Roberts. She has incredible style. It's funkier than mine, but like I follow a lot of different people um, I, I think we all pull from each other, you yeah. know? Yeah. So the, when you wore the crop top and Bethany made a comment about like, I mean, this generation's like nuts. Like I would never wear that. Like, <laughs> did you, did you think about that when you were getting dressed or was it like for you more about the look? Like, did you feel like you needed to dress for an interview? I guess. So, um, it like, that is just like, that is, that was very funny how that all went down. Um, and I'm still amused by it. I, I always just dressed, dress the way I think I look the best in general, but I think I always present myself well. And, you know, especially if you're representing. I didn't think it was inappropriate, honestly. Thank you. Uh, you know, she, she made the comment that she, she didn't have time to get her ruler out, but she would have wanted to measure my midriff. I can guarantee you it was like not more than an inch. Yeah. It was tasteful midriff. Um, but it, you know, I, didn't think that she would care. She, she's, she actually cares very more about having an old traditional working environment than I thought she would because she's not a traditional entrepreneur. So I think for me that I got that backwards and, or maybe she got it backwards. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, yeah. you know, but you caught on quick. Your outfits after were very, I think appropriate and you looked great. 
Oh, yeah, I, I was the, not ready to get called out again for that because I she might just fire you on the spot if she right, has to right. call you out twice. Like conservative. Jenna, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember when she kept cutting her off? I was like, oh shit. I like knew it in my gut. I was like, she's gonna get fired. I was like, this is just yeah. oh, like Bethany's that's freaking too bad. out. <laughs> I guess like my, the one thing that I found a little weird was that she was like having issues. I guess like it isn't super appropriate to like cuss in front of somebody that you're trying to get a job, but like she inarguably has like one of the worst mouths like on television. Like she's constantly cursing. I so I didn't it under- so interesting. Right? Yeah. Like I thought that was I, a little, I, I mean, kind I of agree it. with her on it though. Yeah. Setting, but she also will cuss right at your face and then tell you, you can't like yes. also do this. Yeah. So you- Beth, Bethany is a queen in a lot of ways, but she's also the queen of double standards uh-huh. i mean yeah there's i think you see a lot of that in the big shot and i think um i think it look it makes sense right that certain people and i mean i cuss so i think they all knew that bringing me on and i hope that doesn't offend any of your listeners oh we um, have terrible mouths oh, so not- i don't remember <laughs> you cussing face. like that i guess it wasn't the cussing but the one girl was it jenna is she the one who would be like shit or when who was, was the girl Wendy. in the robe when it, oh, it's Wendy. like you don't even know her name right because her only lines are about me <laughs> the girl yeah you were the shade. I mean, they, yeah the, the, shade. the, the, the wendy, shade wendy was, was in the robe why was she in a robe at the shoot because she was going to get in her shot because one of her models didn't oh, show up but that was model. before we knew bethany was, uh, she was, was, was okay up. yeah okay. and then she never changed back and it's like can you just get out of this robe please? yeah the, the robe bothered me like she also like did a slow clap for me after my performance there during that shoot. And that was, that always weird me out. Stuck with slow me is a little clap. creepy. Oh, that's a little odd. <laughs> a slow clap. Okay. So to go to the beginning, how did you get on the show? How'd you get cast? Were you approached or did you apply? Yeah. So, um, great question. I was approached via the gram, you know? So I think, you know, if you like, I, like I tell people, I think they don't go enough into our business backgrounds, but um, I'm a marketing person at the end of the day. That's what I studied. I went to Emory. I studied psychology and sociology and journalism. What do you use that shit for? Marketing. And then I left and I went into agencies uh, and I, I published in the social media Bible and a couple other books on marketing strategies, social media. And that's what I did for five years out of school. Um, and so I, you know, I marketed myself in a way that I think I was appealing to them, right? Because I had a big personality, but I also have business acumen. So I think, you know, I think it's probably, it was probably a tough show to cast for, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think it probably was. I'm surprised and so, by the casting. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, I, I don't know. It's like, I, because when you were talking about the websites, that's when I really felt like your expertise, like you could really tell you knew what you were talking about. Thank you. Um, But I think the choices just seem odd because it seemed like a group of really green and this could just be they didn't show the background but like really green professionals rather than like seasoned ready to go and really knew their stuff I don't know I think and that's everybody's comment you guys feel I think that's a a lot of people feel the same way as you and I wish that they they should even just release it now put together a little bit more information we all talked about our backgrounds and how much experience we all have and and everybody with there was smart seriously I mean that from the bottom of my heart um and so so I think that that would be really cool. Like if they just did a, you know, 30 minute quick quickie on everybody's background so that we could just kind of clear that up. Yeah. You know? yeah. Even like a minute leading up to like your guys's introduction of like just showing yes. what everybody did would have really helped the credibility. That's interesting. That. Totally agree with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Should I, should I send the feedback? I don't, I don't know if they she give a shit what I think. <laughs> Undermined her decisions by bringing in new people and it's either stick with what you have bringing in the new people. I get it. You want to make them 
sweat a little bit, but throughout the entire season, you're bringing in new people. It just seemed a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I think, look, honestly, neither of those, I don't think I love Brody and John. I don't think they could hang in with the sharks. I mean, that was a room full of sharks. The four of us that were left. I love truth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, we, we have like real life issues. So like, it's, it's not like, you know what I mean? The competition, you know, is running in our veins, right? Like yeah. some of them are really drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't need to call anybody out. Maloxie and I always say we rise above, you know? Um, but yes, yeah, I think the, when it got down to the final people, those were probably closer to the right final people to be there though. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it was nice that Thank it's you. women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah, that we yeah. we all kind of loved that. That was we had a moment there where we were drinking a glass of wine and you guys saw me like go all Dr. Phil on everybody and like unearth everybody's like, you know, limiting beliefs and childhood traumas. Yeah. <laughs> and get, I got the Light whole room hour. crying. We're just having a group cry. I was <laughs> sad. I hope Wendy's wine. health is OK, though, for real. That was that's scary. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I will pray for her for that. That, yeah, that's probably well, that's the extent specific. of where I go. Okay. Her. All right. <laughs> where, where, where are you from? I grew up in St. Louis, St. Oh, Louis, okay. Missouri. Oh, oh and you've lived coming. in New York since after for 11 college. years. Yeah. I don't know okay. if you can really count the pandemic. Cause I just, I go where the fun is now and now I'm in Florida right now and okay. I'll be in New York tomorrow or Baltimore this weekend for a wedding and then New York. Okay. Uh, for some gigs. Okay. Getting so, back into the DJ business. Yeah. Now. Are you, is it like, is stuff picking up with DJing? Are you starting? Yes, ma'am. I just got a call from a Rose brand for the Hamptons. Oh, uh, I would love to hear it. Awesome. <laughs> um, not, not like a normal summer though. You know, summer is a great revenue generating season for me typically. And I think people are still nervous and that's okay. We're, we're getting some bookings, but it would be great to get back to life. Cause I love making it, people happy. Yeah. What did it look like for you for the pandemic? I imagine that it had to be difficult to like, have it looked like business. I needed to find new ways to make money. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary, but yeah. What'd Where did you, you quarantine at? Yeah. Um, well I came down to, I, you know, obviously I was in New York, uh, throughout the duration of the show. And then I came down to Florida, um, for the holidays and just never left. <laughs> like was yeah. like oh shit now I'm looking for an apartment in Miami I just I like really didn't know if I could leave New York even part-time like I knew I could like leave for a month or the the winter but I actually really think I can do New York more part-time um and that it's it actually may be a better balance and quality of life for me okay cool nice. well at least you got something positive out of it because that had to be like just you had in terms of DJing, it just had to come to a complete halt. You didn't do any like virtual DJing, did you? Like, I did a little, and okay. I was—I mean, I, it's kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you guys Is feeling it? this? Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like on the mic. I'm like, who's Is ready the mountain to high enough? <laughs> 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 and Nicole uh, Rose is that name is that a birth name or a stage name? How does that come about? So you know what's funny? It's like like I feel like the cast consistently underestimated me. And it's like, but nobody else even showed up there with any way to market themselves, <laughs> you know? That's but true. like everyone's like asking about Nicole Rose and on Twitter, it's like they because they remember it, right? Because it has a ring yeah. to it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's like, it, I guess it is sort of a stage name, but it is, it, but like, I am her and she is me. Ooh, if that like makes sense. Jane. Um, but it's Rose is my real middle name. So like oh. Nicole Rose oh, is my okay. birth given oh, okay. name. And then one of my best friends years ago, uh, he goes by Nick Champagne and he was like, honey, 
we just got to step this up a notch. You should just, you should just be Nicole Rose. And I was All like, right. so it's born. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Born. <laughs> That's great. Um, so what were your first, first impressions of Bethany? Like when you first, your first day with her, what was kind of your sense of like, and did it stick or did it shift your perception of her throughout the show? Yeah. Uh, my first perception of her was, wow, I'm actually scared now. <laughs> like, I was like, I thought it was going to be a good time. I showed up to the party to have fun. Yeah. I got there and I unleashed the beast. I hadn't seen people in two weeks. I was ready to party. And then we went to work and then it got competitive and nasty real fast. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, but I, over the long term, I would say that like, you know, I learned how she really um, is kind of an emotional entrepreneur. She relies on her gut instinct and her intuition. And I actually, looking back through my own life and career decisions that I've made, I, I probably would be a little further if I did that, you know? Um, so I respect that about her. I mean, I yeah. respect a lot of things about her. Um, she's very smart. I, I always thought she was brilliant. I've read her books. I watched her on Martha Stewart, The Apprentice. Um, I have obviously watched a lot of the Real Housewives and I, you know, I've read her books and listened to her podcast. But so I knew that this woman was very smart, but mm -hmm. sitting with her in a room and just realizing how quickly she catches everything that a normal eye doesn't see her attention to detail, um, her ability to juggle multiple things at, a, at one time, it's truly uh, a skill set. 99% of people probably just don't have her maybe wouldn't want to do in all fairness but yeah I think Hoppy was example. the only blind side the what Jason Hoppy was her only downside yeah god a little, a little rough <laughs> no, like the scene where she was like she walked into the loft and was just straightening stuff in that room for like a minute it's like I would never <laughs> to your point about attention to detail I would never see any of that and like, I think I'm a clean person, but like watching her was like, oh, this is next level. Like, yeah, I remember her being so nuts like that in Housewives. Do you think the richer she's gotten, the more crazy Neurotic. she's gotten with that? Yeah, it's called OCD and it's medicatable. Is that yeah. a word? Medicatable? It's a treatable condition. She was freaking out about the blanket on the ground. And yeah, yeah, a lot. You just, you just pop a Pepsi AC. <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> and who was, who was, I keep forgetting who's the guy's name that she made the assistant. Corey. Co Corey. Oh, okay. Oh, big Corey. <laughs> Short Corey. But that was making me laugh. <laughs> That's something I would end up saying. Do you think that he was a plant? Is he always worked for her? Do you think that is a net? That really is true. That uh, I don't, I don't think big Corey was a plant. We know short Corey and Sarah right. were yeah. plants, right? Short Corey tried to X me on night one and Sarah wasn't, wasn't having it. Cause her and I are actually like real friends. Oh, okay. Um, well now, you know, I, I didn't know her, but the guy, yeah. he really did become the assistant and he works there now. And, um, yeah, so he, he does work there. I, I don't know if he's still working there. I think so. But once I haven't actually directly asked him this and I've been meaning to, um, he, I don't think that big Corey worked for her before I, I know him and I just that was trust honest. him. And I, I okay. like, it does not his MO. He's a really good person. He, seems be, like a good he know, did seem that way. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like it was a good, got, like a fair edit? Like, and I feel like in the beginning they were trying to portray you. I'm going to be honest with you. When I watched the first two episodes, I was like, Oh my God, this girl's so extra. Like I don't <laughs> to deal with it. And then by the time I continue, I was like, Oh, okay. There's like substance there. Do you feel like they were you trying to do everyone. a certain type of edit in the beginning? Uh, yeah, I think they, uh, gave me a very crazy edit, you know, and, and I guess I gave them the content. So I'm, I'll take yeah. responsibility for some of that, you know, yeah. 
Um, and yeah, I, I think my uh, edit in episode six was just really crazy too. So I, I was definitely, it's like, I was the person that they picked to fuck with. Like, I, you know, and so you had the biggest personality and really the only one giving them anything to work with. Everyone else was very quiet and you, they didn't ever opened up. You played it know. safe, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I just, I don't think that you win big if you play it safe. You know, I wouldn't work for my, you notice most of those people work for corporations. I work for myself. It's, it's just a mentality about being willing to go out on a limb, put yourself out there and take risks and being fucking authentic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Were you surprised watching back and seeing Bethany say all those positive things about you after she saw you at the photo shoot, the first one, when you handle it really well. And she said, Hey, and you, you kind of, she was joking that you scared her and was like, <laughs> la, la, la. but she really took that. And she even asked the guy, Hey, should I give her a second chance? And he's like, no, she lost it. Blah, blah, blah. So it's just interesting. It looking back does it make you have a different insight on Bethany? Short Corey just really sabotaged me around every corner too, huh? Um, I really messed up on that one. That was not part of my strategy. <laughs> um, let's be honest. Um, yeah, it, it did surprise me seeing her say those nice things because I, at in that moment, in that experience, I was effing terrified. I was just like, what did I sign up for? Like, I just remember thinking to myself like, do I have to try to quit? Can I quit? What did the contract say? I'm like, this is, this has got to be off brand. <laughs> I would have been scared. Yeah. I was terrified. Yeah, Do you, so the, the episode six, I think that you're referring to is the webpage one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you like, do you feel like the content, do you want to change? Is your, has your story changed at all about like the content you sent to the web copy person? Do you feel like they set you up? Like what's, What's your, so I, I actually just called my lawyer to ask what I'm allowed to say about this. Oh. Cause it's such a big thing. So I would love to answer that more directly. Excuse I'm just me with a lawyer on retainer. I see you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mini flex. Um, it's actually just like important, right? Shit. Come, yeah, yeah. I, I really do work on yeah. a bunch of different businesses. And yes. once again, Kristen wrote some posts today being like, if the role was like a social media director, then Nicole is Nicole Rose is perfect. And if it's not, and I have, you know, respect for the community she's built in, but if it's a traditional VP role, I don't think she's a fit. It's like, okay, well, do you work across multiple businesses? Mm-hmm. You know, cause I do every yeah. single day but um no shade (laughs) just a little (laughs) but yeah so it's like I think with that I think um a lot of that is in the edit and what I can definitely say is that I stand true to what I said in the episode and I do not think them playing the blame blame game trying to act like I was a sore loser or something was fair okay I do not think that was fair so I think that's probably as much as I'm allowed to say yet. And hopefully I'll be able to speak my truth. Yeah. And in the episode, again, I I thought you were going to make it. I was surprised that you got kicked off at that time because spoiler, sorry, because you, again, she said Maloxy came to her and apologized about the wine and she was really upset about it. She gave you another praise and said, Hey, you know, Nicole, (laughs) things just roll off her back and she, that you'd want that in someone. I actually thought you were the, you were going to win. I was like, this girl's going to freaking win it. We're not going to be able to talk to her about it. (laughs) And so I was bummed that she, do you think if you never said anything and would have just said, Oh, it was my mistake. Do you kind of kick yourself for that? Or is it completely edited differently? Uh, 
I think it was my time to go for whatever okay. reason. Um, I and, see what you're saying. I think your personality could have worked well together eventually, but and were you ready? I would to have to like understand life? how to like sit next to each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I think in some ways you're very. It was similar. getting better and better. I, I don't yeah, know, I like I think you... sometimes and this could be like, literally I've just watched the show, but I think she surrounds herself with different type of people because her energy is like intense. I think you have yeah. some of that same like drive and energy that she has. So I don't know necessarily if she want, like, I just don't know if she knows how to interact with someone like herself, you know? No, I think I totally agree with that. I think that's true. And I, I, I actually really welcome big energy. I love being around other characters because guess what? It gives me more content, you know? So I think her and I are yeah. just maybe a little different in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. Are your parents have, are your parents, well, I'm so, sorry about the passing of your father. Oh, thank but were you. Were both of your parents have big personalities too, or where does it come from? Yeah. So my father does, and I am a lot like him. And I know that he's like seeing this moment and is so excited Aww. about it. This would Aww. like just, he would have just had so much fun, like psychoanalyzing everybody with me and like yeah. thinking through the strategy with me. It's, you know, it's, this is like a human chessboard, right? Yeah. Like we played, you know, Bethany always says she doesn't play checkers. She plays chess. Well, same here, bitch. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, if you had to describe Bethany in three words, what would you say? Oh man. I don't know. Brave, brilliant, bold. Those are coming Ooh. to me. Look at the I don't know. It's like maybe could I do four? It's just yeah, like, you she's can do great. As as like yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she's intense too. And I and yeah. um is she as intense as she comes off in filming? Like her energy. Look, once like again, it's the list. it's the edit a little bit, but I, Bethany is who she is in real person on the camera, but we film so many hours of content and then they they have to whittle it down into such a short episode. Yeah. Um so obviously there were like more off-duty moments in there, more low-key. Yeah. vibes mm -hmm. but i think that just didn't make exciting tv i guess right so she yeah. did i'm seem not, not always like going nuts like i they portray you know i think they portrayed her maybe slightly not fair in a way Ooh, okay i don't know i because if came you only better than i was expecting oh really okay okay so we all have a different take <laughs> yeah justine was like man because justine lately has been turning on her and then after she watched she's like you know i actually enjoyed it i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> she seemed um, to kind of have more of a heart than I expected, but I know she does have a big I'm heart. I'm glad they showed that. I'm yeah. really glad they did. And and I didn't I didn't know she was gonna have that. And so I loved like experiencing that firsthand when I first finally felt that I was like, okay, I think I can like take a deep breath now. You know what I mean? I was like yeah. treading water until I realized that like she had a compassionate side to her. Right. I love that Peanut didn't give you the X. She's calling up. Hey, Peanut, <laughs> I got these okay. two options here. Who are you going to pick? I got to like, say, what the I, I feel like that was a real bizarre. Like, I understand. Like, what, how old is she? Seven or something? It's why don't like, you ask your dogs? I don't. <laughs> 11 max. Okay. Oh, yeah, why don't you ask Biggie and She was 10. Yeah. I like, mean, that was wild. I'm sorry. That's like a, that seems like a bizarre way to make a decision. I'm like, I would never call my kid and be like, well, I, don't I just wrote her happy like, birthday. Like you're wrong. Notes. See you later. I yeah. wrote happy birthday, Bryn. Thanks for not giving me the axe. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, <laughs> it'd be so funny if she's standing next to right. uh, Bethany, whispering in her ear what to do. You, you gotta do it. <laughs> um, so, how long were you actually filming for? Like, did you guys all were you able to go home, or did you like stay in a cast area? What did that look like? 
Yeah, so um, they show us walking out of where we stayed in a couple of the scenes. I don't know how much they want me to get into that because it kind of touches the little like COVID-y topic, which, you yeah. know, they did everything very safe. Like, let me put it this way. I've never felt so safe in my life. Getting tested uh-huh. all the time, I'm sure. I've never had so many things stuck up my nose. I It was like a whole like very safe whole team of people like oh, wow. designed by the CDC and health officials. To- That's good. It was they were they were diligent. Like at no point did I feel like my life was in jeopardy. Uh, Maybe with Bethany, but not due to COVID. (laughs) You know, thinking about that, it's fascinating. Not one person brought up coronavirus the entire show. No, it was like it didn't Never even have guessed. Right. Um, They actually just extracted it from our vocabularies um, prior to filming. So I don't, I can't, I don't even remember what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) Which, um, which challenge did you feel like was the best to actually evaluate the job you were applying for. Did any of them resonate with you as like, okay, this is something I would actually do? So like, I mean, the photo shoot I love because it was right up my alley. I just wasn't anticipating all the curveballs, you know, and, and the drama. And I'm still proud of myself for being able to focus and pull through with a good final product. But, yeah. you know, that would be, we shoot content all the time. We do brand campaigns all the time. So for me, not just like, you know, right up my alley but yeah. um I guess like the charity one is also so I'm I, they didn't really make this clear once again would be nice if they gave us some credentials I am on the board of UNICEF next gen for New York City um oh, wow. so I understand I have made my own charity videos and run my own fundraisers and raised several thousands of dollars solo so I so Bethany knew like when I was helping her I think she just felt that I really got it. Like I could just execute so quickly, take up almost none of her time. And I could have just probably done the video for her. She like said, she'll be posting my video. So we'll see if that actually happens. Oh, it was excellent. (laughs) You know, I think she posted a video today. I saw it. She posted the one I created, but I also gave a personal one. And I was told that as a prize, my personal one would be posted and I would be tagged. So to be determined. Okay. Still waiting. (laughs) Yeah. Still waiting, Bethany. (laughs) Do you have a favorite skinny girl product? I mean, I, uh, let's see. There's so many products, right? Um, I haven't taken any of the supplements for like an extended period of time, right? So I don't like to give advice on stuff like that unless I've done it. Um, With, I mean, the shaper was good, but you know, it's not that dissimilar to other brands in my opinion, you know? So that's fine. I think there can be more than one in the market, but there's things too. Wear the hoodie that you sold. I love that. Okay. I like, I liked her, some of her stuff for HSN. Um, they, I didn't, I was never like, I didn't keep anything from that set really. So I, I don't know. (laughs) I was wondering. (laughs) Right. Maybe I just didn't get the memo on that one, but, um, that was a cool jumpsuit. I would have like personally bought that and probably photographed it for Insta if I bought it. Um, and don't know if it's still online, but, Um, I also like, I mean, look, her skinny margarita at the time was like a, just a really novel product in the sense of like, all of us wanted to be skinny, but we wanted to drink too, you know? So that's true. And it was at the height of her Bravo time. It was, it was really a great idea that she came up with. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Once again, (laughs) your husband's favorite drink. (laughs) So from everybody who you started with, who would you hire if you were running a business? Who would, well, honestly, once again, it'd probably be my bestie, right? Cause yeah. I just trust her. And yeah. I mean, even when I had no idea that she would have my back, she went and just 
did me a solid time and time again. She came in the yeah, photo the shoot and she, yeah, she calms me down. She's got a very calming mom-like presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talk every single day. Oh, <laughs> she was so sweet. sweet. Every she's day. like, I'm such a cry. I'm learning. I'm such a cry baby. She said, I thought she was cute. I think she's, she's an that. amazing human being. That's great. And That's nice that you Jenna, have like lasting friendships. I was right? hoping and Jenna so would go further in it. <laughs> oh, I love Jenna so much too. Jenna and I are also very, very close. We also like talk all the time. And I she probably seemed, just. Yeah. Like she seemed credentialed to me too. Like she had experience. She's smart. Like, yeah. Yeah. You could tell. She's smart and she's a go-getter. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I, yeah, I don't really know why Jenna got, I mean, I think maybe it was just a little bit of rubbing Bethany's personality wrong, but the thing of the matter is, and I understand also like why I believe that I was cut is what Bethany said. Like, this isn't just about one project. It's like, you have to be like a good working fit for my personality and and for everything. I forget her exact quote, but you guys at the end of six, right. You know what I'm talking about. And I think, I mean, I think that's why I left. And I think that's why Jenna left. And I think ultimately, you know, it, it's not maybe that similar, you know, it's like Mark Burnett from the apprentice, but it's different in the apprentice that, when you win the job that that means that you like are attached to her hip yeah like a catheter or something you know what i mean yeah. it's like <laughs> love a catheter you make it sound so love appealing <laughs> i do yeah. it's the best part of having a baby oh my god <laughs> go to the bathroom all day long um, i would pee right now if i could <laughs> <laughs> yeah right hook <laughs> me up baby when you want a diaper you're like fine <laughs> the nurse is like i gotta take it i'm like please don't she's like you are weird everyone you are the first person okay so are, were you allowed to have a cell phone during the filming no or not not most of it no there were a few okay. moments where they were kind to us because it was a pandemic and they did give us the opportunity to check in on family which i'm so grateful for so that's that's good did it feel yeah. weird to not have a cell phone on you because I feel like I'm so addicted. I bet it would yeah. feel so weird. And I realized uh, I don't know actually how to set my watch on the right time. I was like, oh, usually I bring it to the guy. I can't go to the guy. Don't have a phone. What? Where? Where am I going to start? Okay, call the front desk. <laughs> like, the other uh, day I was like looking for my phone and realized it was in my hand. That was when I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is this is actually a serious addiction. Yeah, totally. I want to do a podcast episode on phone addiction um it's real it's yeah a, yeah it's such a real problem I you think know? honestly with the generation um, like below us and kids that's where it's like because my husband he works with college athletes and he like recruits you know high school kids today and it's they on social whatever they're in the dms just super personable and they get in person and they're just like they can't even they can't interact they're just in their phones it's bad like no social yeah at all. and and not being forced to make in-person humor action in-person human interaction yeah. the you know one of your skill sets just seems like we're we're we've got a we're gonna have a very challenging world yes. in the future we if we it. don't solve this totally Bunch of robots yeah, yeah exactly. yes but they can shake their ass on tiktok <laughs> robots doing tiktok dances that's exactly what i was thinking absolutely <laughs> Hi, sweetie, TikTok. By the way, I don't know why the fuck I said hi, sweetie. I mean, people were really wigging out about that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. <laughs> what was it? Just it? Hi, sweetie? Which, yeah, it was just word vomit. I just love her. Like, it was just love. And oh, she oh. was very mad. She was very, very mad. But I, I but I meant it with love. Yeah, you were, <laughs> yeah. It, it, I think why she didn't like it is it, it was kind of like, 
you were her equal, right? And like, I don't think that's a dynamic that she. She wants. said there can only be one peacock. Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know how she, she feels wants- now because I'm pretty sure there's two. <laughs> she wants to know how that sausage is made. I don't know how many <laughs> times she sausage- She said sausage so many times. I think Bethany is secretly just so horny. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is a. It, does she look prettier in person? Because she is aging so well. She really is looking good. She's very she- beautiful. She's very stylish. I would say that her wardrobe was the best I've ever seen. I think a lot of people commented on this. Vogue did a story about her wardrobe. Yeah, it was good. I mean, good it, choices. And they it were pieces from her closet. Oh, yeah, nice. I think okay. she's I thought at first I, I honestly thought they hired a stylist. So yeah. I was really surprised uh-huh. to read that. So she definitely has more fashion style, you know, than than maybe I even knew or gave yeah. her credit for. And I, yeah. I understand her her brand is built for, you know, her brand is a little different than what she wore in these shows. But I get it. It's for different times of day. Yeah, and a different, right. You know, some of it's a bit, a bit for, d- different audience. Yeah, absolutely. Where's that so, sparkle jumpsuit from? I'm sorry, Geneva. Oh, that's that for at the photo shoot. I did like that. Do we know? I, I she posted a post about my crop top, and I reposted her, and I wrote, "But you wore a sequin jumpsuit." <laughs> just have to say that. I, you know, like well, just... it was like a little. Her vibe was giving, and I loved it. It was over the top, but it was a little ditty like, like the way yeah. she walked in with like the shades on every time, yeah, and the it's like, cheesecake. She even yeah. she even take them off in the elevator and then put them back on to walk. I really wanted her were. to freestyle. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yes, give it to me, Big B on the mic. I don't know, Little B. She's pretty petite. Um, she looks. No, she looks great. By yeah. the way, she looks. Yeah, she's very petite. What was the yeah, first thing is. you did when you were let go? Like, did you go eat um, somewhere? Did I you... rejoiced. I actually <laughs> praised God and I said, "Thank you so much for letting me out of this crazy shithole." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't know. Every joke's got a little truth in yeah, it, right? Yeah, of course. Um, it was. Um, I. I. I left i ate dinner um and i called my two best friends and i said i'm coming over get the white claws out get the butt like let's have a party we're gonna dance i need to jump around like let's do it um and then and then this is actually so funny i've never told anybody this um i get there we're all having a good time we're a few drinks in and just me and my two of my best friends a guy and a girl and we literally are like playing pool in his clubhouse room or whatever it is building and we get locked in the stairwell in a fire and i'm like this would happen to me no oh my gosh like i'm not in the hell of a show anymore this could be and now i'm locked in the stairwell and i was like but i'm locked in the stairwell with a white claw and (laughs) and no cameras so so what happens somebody lets you out and the alarm went off or uh, yeah, I mean, eventually it was like kind of a nothing situation. You know, it was just okay. one of those. There right. was, was a little smoke in the hallway and stuff, but we were fine. Yeah, it was, it was like on New hour. York City moments. Yes, exactly. You think you're going to you question your your life. You question your choices. <laughs> so do you, would you go on the show again? Like, would you do it again knowing what you know now? Um, so I don't know. They could ask very, very nicely and I would consider it. Um uh yeah i think it just depends under like what circumstances am i am i the one who's gonna be just poked at constantly like i don't like depends on what the role would be um you know and if bethany would even want that i don't you know do you feel like they 
picked you because you fit like a certain type that they were trying to bring on to like stir things up is that i, mean, I think of- they wanted to make fun of a quote-unquote influ- a ditzy valley influencer girl you know what i mean i i, yeah. I think and i don't think th- i once again i think everyone including casting and producers underestimated me or maybe yeah. oh, somebody yeah. knew that i would shine and that they didn't worry about picking on me because they knew i would come through for myself yeah. Yeah. you know like just the thing is is like in those later episodes, I was just like, I'm just going to be so laser focused on my work because I know what you guys are trying to do and I'm not an idiot and I'm not yeah. going to let you destroy my career. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've, I've worked too hard to have what I have. Yeah. You know, you guys know you're entrepreneurs, you hustle. Like it's not you. I don't want to risk that being taken from me and have to totally. go back to work for yeah. somebody else. Cause I don't know that I fit in a box. Like that said. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. you did. You did great on the HSN on the fly. And why didn't they let you cr- do your own editing on the blog or on the blog on the website? Why did you have to use someone third party like that just as part of the shtick or? Uh, why do you think? Yeah, to yeah. try to mess with you. Yeah. 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 And so- were you ready to give up your life to if you won? To be her right um, you know, I knew that that's what it would require because she is very busy. There's a million businesses, yeah. right? And and I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I could have like made it to a DJ event or two on the weekends, or like if her friend, if it was one of her friends' parties, right? Like yeah. I played for some of her friends, or not friends, um, from the Real Housewives or whatever. But um, don't don't really know the status of that. I see shade being thrown across the internet right now. So, oh um, yeah, I, I. I think it's everything comes down to a cost benefit analysis. And if I was at that point, I'd be ready Mm -hmm. to assess it. Right. I'd like to know what that cost benefit is. (laughs) So I make a little chart in my journal. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I just want to know what the pay (laughs) is. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, did they give you an idea of what the pay range was before you went? Yeah, there's there was a there was a baseline um, just so we knew we wouldn't be on food stamps. Right. But um, I think it was, you know, negotiable from there. So I don't I wouldn't actually be able to say what it is. in line with the job, the range they gave you. Um, it wasn't a range. So it was just oh, okay. like, you won't go below this threshold. Okay. So, and did you feel yeah. like that was the appropriate threshold for the job? Um, n- maybe. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where it was going to go from there. I think yeah. that was just like the the net bottom that yeah. you're not going to have to worry about like yeah. living on the streets or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Definitely. Did Bethany have a one-on-one with you after she cut you? Did she say, hey, there, you did great or anything? Or did she just leave? So I'm not technically allowed to talk about that because they kind of want us to stick to things that are pictured. But um, she did say some nice things about me that you got to hear a little bit of, Um, you know, how I was, you know, how she really saw me shine and come into my own. And she saw me incorporate her feedback and prove Mm -hmm. my strength and stuff. And so that felt really gratifying. That was a moment to me where I was like, all right. Your work here is done. <laughs> you know, just yeah. sounds good. Yeah. So it sounds like you've had a lot of celebrity interactions and stuff as a DJ. Do you have in the DMs, do you ever get like random surprising people who slide into your DMs? Partic- are you single first? I am single. Um, and do you get a lot of men in the DMs? 
Um, we we got some men in the, I don't know who we is. I got some men in the DMs. You and your um, we got a lot of women in the DMs. Oh, okay. Better. No, but no, but not like girls like that I would date or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, nothing wrong with that, but not um probably what I want for you know for the the long yeah. term. Yeah. Um, but I think you know. I probably need to put, I need to get back on the whole dating thing. I haven't really been super focused in that, you know, and the pandemic is, you know, it is what it is. We actually have a dating episode coming out on Monday on Big Queen Energy with oh. um, this woman who's a matchmaker in New York. Oh, fascinating. So, or, but you're, you're married. Are you also, are you both married? Oh yeah. Justine has three Justine kids and too? is married three children oh, under six. So pray for her. It's also- oh my, yeah. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers are with you. It's uh, it's a lot. She deserves a freaking award. What's like the most valuable thing you learned from this experience? Um, I think it really goes back to, <clears throat> okay, there's a couple things. So one of them is one of the things that I learned from Bethany, you know, by watching her and, and paying attention to her style. And that is that you should always trust your gut, even in business. Um, it can be the most valuable, valuable tool and mm-hmm. asset that you have. And it typically doesn't lie. Um, and yeah. that is, I just hope that anybody who's ever not trusted their gut that's listening can hear that and take that advice into account for their future. Cause I it have. can just make it easier. Right. Yeah. No, totally. <clears throat> so, you know what I I'm always saying? regret it every time. Yeah. You, we make things so hard on ourselves by yeah. rejecting what our inner being is telling us. And it's like, just listen, you know, and, yeah, and then. I do Life think she's very good at that. Like I did she notice is. her a couple of times where it's like, okay, my gut is saying, and you're never going to feel wrong doing that. Even if somebody tells you you made the wrong decision, because you know, you know, like to your point, like you, you're how like, old you is know, Bethany under 45? 50. No, she's she 50. turned 50 during. Wow. How has time flown so fast? <laughs> yeah. I can't handle that. That's not right. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Wild. And there's a one other big thing too. Yeah. I think oh. this is super important um, for anybody that's ever wanted to get to the next level and they're just they're not sure how right they keep trying to push past the fear and it's not working and just doing new shit like takes you to such different heights and then once you conquer that next height you feel empowered to go after that next goal and we should always be up leveling ourselves and challenging ourselves but literally conquering fear is is the only way forward you have to break down those walls so doing this show was uncomfortable Uh for me putting my persona on tv in the hands of some producers that don't know me or give a shit about me uncomfortable for me Mm -hmm. you know watching it play back uncomfortable at first experiencing some of the hate you know after episode one like we got some we got a bunch of hate at first and then I think obviously stuff has calmed down and leveled out and and people have seen more of the the depth of my character and who I am as a human being is someone who who will even give a person who's bullied me the entire episode a hug because she's crying and has you know a health situation that someone young shouldn't have to deal with you know that's the kind of person I am that's my character I will still lift you up even if you try to put me down um, and like I said, real queens lift each other up. And I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, and this show doing this and growing through this experience really made me want to dedicate my life to helping more women get there, just fucking get there. So that's great. That's exciting. That. Great advice. Yeah. You're going to make, you're giving me goosebumps. That's so I'm like true. tearing. That's how, no, you know, it's, it means something to me, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, Cause I think beautiful. to your point, it's like, it's hard in your everyday life to find those opportunities to really yep. challenge yourself and like go to the next level. I think sometimes we're just easy in that complacency of like the day to day. And so that's a really good reminder to be like, all right, sometimes you just got to freaking do it. And even also if it just sucks, like, you learn so much. 
and you can just do it with even if it's not a career thing right now because I know that people working in corporations may not always have like the next challenge to take they could you could go to your boss or your team and say hey can I try something new is there a new project that I could take off your plate or can we build this new thing we've been wanting to work on all spearheaded on my you know after work or whatever if you want Um, but also you can do things in your personal life so like the weekend after the show aired I went kiteboarding and like I was literally like shaking on the way. I was like, I'm definitely gonna get like stung by a jellyfish. There's gonna be something absurd, right? That happens to me. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, from the big shot. That's so true. No, knock on wood. Yeah, right. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> but your D, yeah, seriously. But your DJ business is gonna just explode and your whole life is going to explode. Yeah. What's next? Like, so what's next for you? What's coming up? You mentioned a little bit what's going on this summer. What do you got going on? Yeah. So the, the biggest thing for me is this mindset mentorship that we're rolling out. It's kind of an offshoot of the podcast. Um, and it's called Queens of Creation. And so it's about manifestation, mindset. Um, I actually help women build a morning routine and a customized mindset tool. It's the same thing I used every single day to pump myself up to get through the show. And I've been using it for the eight years that I've been working for myself to get out of bed, get myself organized and get myself in the I can fucking kill it headspace. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Every single day. Yeah. So I want to, I want to, it's a, it's a tool, it's a gift. And I want to be able to share that with more women. Cause once again, you know, women are the creators. We're the most powerful creators in this world. Absolutely. And I feel like I was put here to do that. So that, and then I, I have this vision. I'm a very spiritual person. I, I believe that I was guided through this whole experience by God, by my father, um, you know, whatever God you believe in cool, you know, no, no judgment on religion, but just, um, I felt very guided to do this show and through the show, I felt that I received things and, and, you know, just healing and, and messages, you know, when I went to go clear the water with Wendy and just, and give her, you know, the love that maybe she doesn't deserve, but every, every human deserves, you know, and, and yes. So that was, that was a message, right. That I received. And that's probably not what most people would initially feel like doing in that situation, but I thought, but it was the right thing. And so I just kind of, I all along the way, I mean, I even, I knew I was leaving that day. I didn't know why, but I knew that I was. So I just, I knew, and I know that I will be on another screen. Um, and, and hopefully in a less stressful, um, more fun, maybe one that like you can control image. I think, yeah. I mean, I said like earlier, but I think your growth on the show, like watching just your true personality come out was really great to see. Um, and getting a chance to talk to you and just hear more about it has been, it was a transformation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, We're so excited to see what you do next. Um, and you're going to have to keep us, keep us in the loop. Oh yeah. You gotta do your skincare routine too. You're growing. (laughs) I mean, honestly, right. Um, It's actually just called don't wash your face. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, perfect. We're there then. All right. Last Literal last question. You can think about this one. If you were a housewife, what would your tagline be? Oh. Uh, if I was a housewife. Oh, yeah. They all do have good taglines, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It would just, this is so easy. Real oh. queens lift each other up. Ooh, okay. I love it. it. Positive. Well, all right. We're great. done here. You better <laughs> summer house producers. Let's get her on. Let's I get think her. that would be a good one, too. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, shout out all like shout out your Instagram, your podcast. So everybody knows where they can check you out. Yeah. So um, I love connecting with new women. Um, if you if you want to, you know, have a personal conversation, I, we read I read all of my DMs personally. Um, and so I will get back to you. Um, 
I am, you can just type in Nicole Rose and it will come up in Instagram, but it's Nicole Rose Stillings, which is my last name. Um, My podcast is bigqueenenergypod.com, or you can just go to bigqueenenergypod on Instagram. Um, we drop every Monday morning around seven thirty. Oh, love that! Yeah. Start your week off with with your pod. I love it. Yeah, That's just funny. like jump out of bed and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, so it's not. Awesome. This is you've made me think about. You mentioned getting out of bed like three times now. <laughs> giving away without giving it all away. Can you give us like a little peek of your morning routine that like starts you off in the right way? What is it? Yeah. And and actually, if anybody's like really like we did an episode on morning routine, you have to dig for it a little so they can go like listen to it. I, you know, we probably don't have 25 minutes, but I'll give you the gist of it. So I wake up every single day and I do an entire glass of water and supplements first brush my teeth, right? You don't need to hear the boring stuff. Um, I sit down, I meditate for 15 to 30 minutes based on my schedule. I always make my schedule the night before so that I hit the ground running every single day. And your brain like thinks of ways to organize um, while you're sleeping. So that's a good pro tip. If you're doing it in the morning, doesn't work as well. Uh, And then I meditate. um, I do this thing called creation meditation, which is something we'll be teaching exactly how to do in the mentorship. Um, and we might actually, you know, put it, put it as a tool out there too. I just haven't recorded anything yet. Um, and that's, it's just really about envisioning your goals. It's not, you're a participant in the meditation more than, um, just being, you know, a passerby to your mind, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, I read my mindset tool, which has my affirmations, which has my mantras, which has my values and my purpose and goals, um, in it. So every day I ground and center in what I was the work that I was put on this, on this earth to do, which is lifting other women up. Um, and so I do that and then I get up and I will, you know, sometimes look at my vision board, but then I'll just like go to walk my dog, listen to a positive podcast or something else positive, and then go on a run um, or go to hot yoga. Nice. So. Is there yeah, ever, a, have yoga. you ever woke up hungover and been like, I can't do any of this today? <laughs> is this your every day? Is Absolutely. There... Okay. Um, but so, but let me, let me give normal. you a tip on that. Oh yeah. If you wake up hungover and you just, you fucking power through and you go into that morning routine and you get on that run and you better. sweat it out, boo, you're yeah. going to feel like a new person. Yeah. I may or may not have had to have that experience today. <laughs> Love it. All right, Nicole. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we will stay tuned and see where what the future holds for you. We're excited about everything you got going on. So thanks. This again. should have been winner of the big show. Absolutely. <laughs> what does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.